welcome to A Congruent Life, where we share inspirational stories of authenticity and happiness. A Congruent Life is an interview project sharing the stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, discovering their passions, and living authentic, amazing lives. Here's your host, Andy Gray. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Congruent Life. I'm Andy Gray, and thanks so much for joining us. This is episode number 26 of A Congruent Life with Shai Plonsky, who is the co-founder of the Still Light Center in Toronto and a skilled trainer of Thai massage. I'm talking today to Shai Plonsky, who is the co-founder of the Still Light Center in Toronto and has been focusing his career on the power of compassionate touch. Shai, welcome to A Congruent Life. Thanks, Andy. It's great to be here. Shai, can you maybe just start with sort of a high-level introduction about you and the work that you do in the world? Sure. I have been teaching Thai massage for the last 12 or 13 years. And what Thai massage is, is a, an amazing modality of, of massage that combines the best of incredible massage techniques and yoga postures and and customized kind of stretching all together. So I got into this because, well, I was at a point in my life wondering what to do and was tired of sitting behind a desk all day. And I had gotten into meditation already for a little while and was feeling the need to bring that out in, in, uh, I guess, in a way that wasn't just internal, but a way to share that and connect better with people out there in the world. And I'd already already uh, been told that I had certain kind of natural skill in my hands, but, you know, the thought of giving massage for a living and making that really a central focus of my life was never something I really had even considered. And then at this point in my life, though, I thought, well, you know, massage would take me away from a desk and help me to... Well, I guess touch, for me, has long been something that or I had learned that had helped me to connect more with spirit and to connect more with what it felt like to be in the moment. So I never expected to be a, a guitarist or a painter or anything like that. I never felt like I had the aptitude for that, but massage really became my canvas. And... I explored a whole lot of different kinds of massage, and the very first one, though, really was Thai massage, and I kept coming back to it because it's all about making sure that something is as good to give as it is to receive. And for me, the light bulb came on right at that moment when I first heard that, and all these years later, I guess it's been about 12 or 13 years now that I've been doing this, I keep coming back to that, the same initial conversation I had, that same initial exposure I had to what this is all about. And so all these years later, the story remains the same. That time massage is something, and the way I teach time massage is absolutely taught in such a way that it is something as good to give as it is to receive. And so when you receive a time massage, you get all the benefits of movement you know, in our body, long felt is so 
it's designed to move. You know, we have muscles that cover every single part of our body. So when we help to move and stretch someone in a treatment, you're giving the body exactly what it needs. And then when you massage, you know, the, the experience of relaxation, of letting go, of, of healing is that much better. And the experience of a receiver when it's some amazing massage, you know, if you think of like some of the greatest moments of your life, the greatest yoga class or the greatest, um, you know, a, a moment when you, when you climb the peak of a mountain, when you, you know, at your wedding or anything like that, these incredible moments that touch you in these amazing ways where you just appreciate so much about what it is to be alive. That's what a time massage is like. And, um, what I'm also saying is that the experience of giving a massage is also at least that good. So by teaching that, by sharing that, and by helping people to realize that it becomes a very life-changing kind of uh, thing, you know, where the massage itself is this amazing skill, but there's just so much more to it that is this incredibly rewarding thing that helps people really change their lives. So that's what I do. That's what time massage is all about. That's why after all these years, I have an incredible passion for sharing it. And up till now, I've been sharing it in a way that mostly focuses on people who want to go very in-depth and learn it, let's say, as a career and something that they can help to either supplement their income or make it really a focus of their life. Um, and it's been with great success. I've got a whole program that takes people through all of that. But what I've been feeling much more lately is the need to almost go back to its roots and bring what time massage has been about for over 2,000 years, because it is that old. It grew up originally in India and then in Thailand, and uh, as a way to help families out. So, you know, in, in traditionally, I guess, Massage is always something that someone in the family knows how to do, and then they'll help all the family members at the end of a long day, or etc. And for me, I just see the same huge, huge need um, in our communities. You know, we are all leading more often than not very fast-paced lives, lives that pull us in so many different directions, and also even lives that really disconnect us from one another. Where we spend so much time on computers and watching television that even if we're sitting right next to somebody we love, we're almost in a different universe. So what I see is that this offers such a good way to alleviate, alleviate so much of that disconnect and help people out to get rid of aches and pains and stress in their life and in their body in a way that is so accessible, so affordable, that really, you know, touch is such a universal thing, and we don't even know it. You know, it's this lost kind of part of ourselves for many people where we don't even, you know, recognize just how, how intuitive and how, how essential touch has already been and is in our lives. And now I've got, you know, and, and by learning some of these skills, it's like rediscovering this, lost art and this lost part of our songs. Often on this show, uh, I Can Grow It Life, we, we spend time talking about and, and sharing stories of people who make 
different kinds of transitions in their lives. And let's go back to uh, the story at the beginning where you were talking about sort of feeling this discontent about sitting behind a desk. And then you had this great experience with Thai massage. How did you connect the dots in thinking that Thai massage could be something that actually was more of a life path for you, that it could that you could actually build a career doing this kind of work that you felt drawn to? For me, if I really start what I suppose would be at the beginning is that I definitely felt like a lost person and, um, you know, as a teenager and had a pretty difficult upbringing for sure. And, you know, just finding my way in the world where I didn't feel like I was just, you know, like a robot, just kind of going through the motions of life. And how do I, how do I really find meaning and how do I, how do I connect with what's going on around me? You know, and, and I guess I was just really touched. You know, coming back to that word, you know, we use that word touch in so many ways besides touching someone. And I think it actually speaks so well to how touch really does do that. It, it puts us in communication with the world and with, with, with spirit. And I work this kind of, you know, some people would see what I was doing and maybe call it this crummy job. But for me, it was, it was some, it was really the catalyst for all of this. And, what I was doing was, uh, you know, working as a carman in a in a place called Wildwood, New Jersey, where I would make wax molds out of people's hands. And what that is is, you know, I had this booth, and people would come to it. They make a shape with their hand. It could be an okay, a peace sign, a thumbs up, their hand, or whatever it would be. They give me their hand, and I would put it in water and then in liquid, you know hot wax and then back in ice water and then instantly it makes a shape around their hand and you keep doing that and the layers of wax essentially uh, thicken and then you take their hand off and you present them their hand and you can dip it in colors you can fill it with 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 wax and turn it into a candle and you might ask yourself why would anyone want to even spend money or time doing this well you know, it's a it's a carnival kind of boardwalky town where people are just walking around with money to burn, I suppose, and they're on vacation and looking for interesting things to do. So this would fill up with maybe five or ten minutes of their time, and then you know they get to leave with something that they know they're going to walk away with, which is more than what you can say in a place like this, where you know you, you play some game and you try to win a stuffed animal, but you, know, you might spend a hundred dollars to walk away with some two dollar toy, and here. You know, you spend your $6 and you get something out of it. And I guess for me, I took to it. I took to it really well. And just being able to look at people's hands, hold all these hands, and, you know, it was such a door opener to connect with all these people. You know, you've got to earn someone's trust to give their hand over and put it in boiling wax. It actually became a lot more than just the the, the motion of putting their hand in you. You make a connection with someone. So that's where the seed was planted about um, for me to get to be more in touch with spirit, with, with um, I guess, my connection to the world. It, it was through my hands, and that, was, that would be my doorway. And I forgot about it. Five years passed, and I'm in this place where I'd finished my university degree, and then I'd gotten 
a job in the marketing and kind of web design world, and I've been doing that for a little while, and just feeling really blah about the whole experience. And so I just found myself at this crossroads in my life saying, what do I want to do? And then that time in Wildwood just kind of came back to me about, you know what, start with your hands, start doing something with your hands, and then we'll see what happens. And so, again, I never necessarily thought the Thai massage was going to be a major part of my life's work, just like the window and the doorway. But, you know, I stepped through that doorway, and I never, I never looked back. And it's so much because of what Thai massage does, what, what it does for people. Like, when I teach someone in class, it's transformative. You, know, you bring out, and it the best in people, and it brings so many wonderful people together that um, you can't get enough. We often say, once you start doing this kind of thing, it's so addictive, you know, just get ready for that, that your life is never going to be the same. You can't not want to give this kind of thing because it feels just that good to give, and it does feel, of course, that good to receive as well. What an amazing visceral and physical premonition of I love the image of making wax molds of people's hands and you know, sure. that's a, that's crazy I've never heard of that but what a what an amazing premonition for the work to do later in your life yeah I think that's how it works you know that life is giving you those um, those signals those clues all around us and that was you know and then you look back later and you realize okay this little thing was actually really important and I love it. I love that that's so integral to my story. You mentioned a few times about how powerful touch is and the, the power of compassionate touch. Do you maybe have some stories that you could tell around that where you've seen in a very um, kind of concrete way how touch has been powerful in someone's lives? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I start to think about, uh, you know, I mean, I've massaged and uh, connected, you know, if I just think about the only, you know, the times that I give people massage and, and some of my clients and everything, I mean, I have seen all kinds of things heal and, and get better, but I guess I'm thinking of one client in particular who her whole life had been told, uh, you know, she never felt really healthy her whole life, but had always been told it was pretty much always in her head, and uh, but at the same time, she had balance issues, she had incredible rigidity and stiffness in her body and uh, headaches and, you know, would sometimes literally just kind of faint because of some of these issues. And and I remember that very first massage that I gave her. And, I, you know, when you massage, let's say, the legs and you put your hands on someone's feet, actually, let's go down to the feet even, and I put my hands on her insteps. And, you know, somebody with mobility in their hips, when you press on their feet, their their feet you know, are going to externally rotate. Their their toes will will touch the the mat on you know, to the outside. Their 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 legs will open up to some degree. Even someone who's somewhat stiff, their legs will open up. You know, instead of the full range of motion, at least a, a few degrees. But this person, you put her hand your hands on her legs, and they would not move at all. They were so so stiff. And, you know, so we go through our session and, you know, instantly, by the time we were done, and, and you don't force anything. I'm not trying to turn her 
into all of a sudden into a pretzel or anything like that, but just get her body to move, you know, maybe an inch more, a, a small degree more than what it did before, only in a way that her body and her would feel comfortable and would allow it. And so we go through this whole thing, and as much as, you know, and, and just she's amazed, amazed by what she feels like, you know, like she hadn't felt like that in 20 or 30 years, just feeling her body able to move in ways that she couldn't before, and what that did for her was so much more than just the physical benefits, you know, it was really about, um, you know, just being heard, being touched was, was, it changed her life right from that very moment, and she started to take so much more of an active role in eating healthier and, um, you know, trying to have better relationships even with her daughter. And, and that's the kind of impact that, that really good touch can have. And, and what it's all about truly is this one word. And, and why do I love what, what touch can do when you, when you learn it in this way? Is this word called meta? You know, and meta is an old um, Pali word. That's an old uh, language that comes at the time of the Buddha, and it's a word that simply means loving kindness and compassion. So the foundation of what I teach is exactly that: that we just want to get in touch with ourselves through our breath, through just sitting quietly for a few moments. And in those moments, that's what comes out, because that is the energy of, of the present. And the presence is loving kindness and compassion. So we essentially get to feel how we already have that in so much abundance. And then we take that and turn it into a modality. And so when you're giving, that's the place where it comes from. So to find people that you care about, you, know, you naturally have that, just, you don't even have to try to find that kind of sense. You just have that. And so then you channel that and you put that into a skill and the connections are just so beautiful as a result. So I guess where I'm going with that in a, in a, you know, these days is, is seeing that, that people without any experience that have no desire to give massage professionally uh, I teach those kinds of people these days, and when they learn this, they're amazed. They're amazed just how natural it is for them to be able to give and what it does, what it's done for their relationship. So one other story, I mean, I just taught uh, a class at the Omega Institute. It's a, it's a big yoga and wellness center in uh, the Northeast, in upstate New York, and it was a couple's uh, massage course. And you had quite the range of, of different kinds of couples. And I was, I was, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, it was kind of the first time I was teaching this course in this setting. And you had people who were all the way up into their 70s taking this class. And people who had been together for 35 years. And there was this one couple, you know, in that category. They'd been together for, I think it was 32 years. And, they had, and you could sense it and you can feel it, you know, especially on the first day, like for, for them to share feedback about how to improve on what they were doing was a big challenge, you know, because I guess after that many years of marriage together, 
finding ways to actually communicate uh, in a supportive way, you know, you kind of have your baggage and your obstacles. And then by the end of the weekend, they share. They share just how that had been completely transformed. So that at the beginning, she 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 feared so much what her husband would tell her about what he would like because she would just take it personally if she didn't like, if he didn't like it so uh, so much that and then at the end she said that was so changed you know she was begging for him to tell her more about what he wanted so that she could just do it because she knew that she could and and they felt that they felt just how they had come together through this experience so not only did it help them on the on a level of um, you know, the physical my stresses or whatever my pains were, but it was a really amazing skill now that they can use to to uh, to benefit their relationship. And it's something that you can do anytime. So if you do this once a week, you do it uh, consistently over a period of time. And you know, my hope is that someone would get into this and then do it like that with a partner, you know, hopefully for their whole lives. Well, you know, I just, I see that. I see that as so powerful and so transformative about what that does for each person's body, about what that does for, um, for the quality of their relationships and how they connect and communicate with each other. And, it, you know, I guess my dream is, is a better world and, and I see it so much about one person at a time, one couple at a time. It's a grassroots thing. If we if we shift these things from that level, then you know the bigger problems that we have about you know a difficult world that we live in have that much more of a chance of, of really getting fixed for for real and not just some band-aid situation. So to see that happen right in front of me like that um, was was really moving and really inspiring. And, just excited, excited because I know that anyone who is interested really can pick this up and enjoy it. The mission of this A Congruent Life project is really about sharing stories of authenticity. So what does living authentically or congruently mean to you? Life is certainly not perfect and we have our ups and downs and our challenges all the time, and I certainly know I do, and it is to be, you know, do my best to be aware of that, to be patient, to be accepting of my faults and my challenges, and know that, you know, I'm here every day, and I get another chance to, to do my best, and if I, if I remember this, that word of metta, of kindness and compassion, that I guess it's it's in moments of stress and it's in moments of difficulty that sometimes those things get thrown out the window, and that's when it's kind of needed most. You know, whether it's for another person that you're having a problem with or for yourself because you keep kind of hitting your head against the wall because you keep making the same mistake and you keep facing the same frustration and it gets compounded because you just are you know, mad at yourself because you keep doing these things, you know, it's, it's I guess, that's the, the, a lot of my, my troubles that I can face, certainly as I grow as a person, and I just try to remember that, that metta, you know, and try to breathe for a few moments and, and try, and just know that, you know what, fundamentally, 
And if I look at my body, I've got all this, all, all these cells that are all individual cells in me, and yet they all work together. They all know what to do at any point to help me you know, digest my food, to help me walk anywhere, to help me heal from an injury, and you name it. You know, it all everything kind of comes together to to help it, to help me out and to help itself out to do things easier. So you know, that energy of, of of cooperation, of compassion, and support is in is in me already, whether I realize it or not. So I suppose in these difficult moments, sometimes I succeed, sometimes I don't, but I try to remember that, and I just try to breathe, and I hopefully some of that good energy just can come up to the surface a little bit, and then I can make a better decision. I have a little more control over what's going to happen. So, so I think it, for me, being authentic is you know, accepting failures and, and even embracing those failures because because how could I grow if I didn't have those things? Also learn, you know. Also remembering just how how special how special I am and how special everyone else is, and and if I can tap into it, some of that metta, some of that compassion and kindness, then it's easier to remember and gets a little easier, and then you can be bold. You know, you you have you have a you have a center. You have a rock. You have something that you know can really give you strength so that failure is okay and just a way to help you evolve and, and grow as a person. So you've been teaching massage and compassionate touch for a number of years and then along the way you decided to create a, a center of your own. Can you talk a bit about that process of establishing a center of your own and what, what role you see that playing both now and going forward? Yeah, for many years, I was um, a big part of another center and helped to create their curriculum. And you know, I learned, you know, I, I was really lucky. I mean, I learned from a certain teacher who was a really well-known teacher in the Thai massage world. And then we had a good connection and he took me on and I started right away. You know, it was one of those things where synchronicity just happened and he had a need and I had a passion and within a very short time I was teaching classes in less than a year. I went from not knowing how to do this to not only learning how to give it but then teaching classes and then building classes and then managing the school and it all happened really quickly. And um, I guess um, you know, it's certainly the right fit, and I helped to support his vision and build his school the way he wanted it for a long time, almost uh, you know, eight or nine years. And then, uh, well, I guess it's all part of my compassionate touch time massage story. I mean, um, I fell in love, and I met my wife at the Kupalu Center, and I met her because I was there teaching one of these time massage classes. And she fell in love with Thai massage as well, and we realized that um, we could do something really great together. So we got married after a very short time, actually less than a year from when we really decided to get together. We got married, and, and starting off on a new life together, that's what we wanted to do. So we 
uh, moved from my, I was originally from Montreal, we moved to Toronto and uh, built and started our center here in Toronto and I still go all around the world to teach, uh, to teach Thai massage in different uh, yoga centers and different uh, wellness kind of places and environments and stuff. But, um, so that's kind of the, the brief story of it and how, how, where we've gone from here. And now, you know, going forward, I don't know if we're going to stay in Toronto the, you know, for the long haul, but wherever we go, we'll, we'll definitely bring this with us. And, and what I also just see is that I don't, I don't even need to be right in front of you to teach you. So I'm definitely, I am using the internet to help reach out to more and more people because my experience about and my and my method for how I teach people to learn how to give massage is I'm really just one of your teachers you have many teachers when it comes to learning how to give a massage and and the videos or or, or manuals and, and books that I put together to help you uh, you know, that's just one thing, and we can meet on the internet anyways to, um, you know, have some coaching and even have some direct video kind of links to see what you're doing and give you some corrections and stuff, but your, your first teacher is your partner and the person in your life who you're exchanging this with, and so what I really try to teach you is those skills of communication and those ways of exploring, uh, those ways of exploring touch with with your partner so that by having that kind of good open communication you're going to teach each other how to do this so you know how our school is going to continue to evolve is is a bit of a mystery a very exciting mystery that um, is really made possible by where we're at where we're at in, in 2013 and then beyond and how we can bring this message out to more and more people that's the idea so what is next for you then, Shai? What current projects that are going on in your world are you excited about? Well, what I'm really excited about is this couples meta massage course. It's kind of like the first course that any couple, you know, and you don't have to be in a lifelong relationship. You could potentially get together with a best friend, with a family member, anything like that, and get together and learn how to do this. And I'm just at the finishing touches here, so like by the end of August or at the very beginning of September, um, I will have this course online and essentially the, uh, you know, the, the, the base course will teach people how to do up to a 45-minute massage and has me uh, guiding you step-by-step step through, through the whole process with individual videos as well as longer videos that kind of put it all together to you, for you so that step by step by step you have you have this coaching to help you know how to do this and then beyond that is is uh, like a mentorship or getting together that people who want to continue on beyond the you know learning the initial course and don't you know I suppose as a next step is that we can get together at least monthly to go over things, to see what you're doing, to answer any questions, and maybe to show you 
some more uh, some more skill and give you some new things that you can do with your partner. And all of this we can do online. I can also show you yoga that you can do or meditation that you can do. And you know, and then for people who really fall into it and have the means for it, then we can get together. We can get together in various places that I that I teach courses, whether it's in a retreat center or in a yoga center that is uh, is near you. But that's that is the project that is really uh, exciting these days. I'm really um, really into it because as I was saying, I've already taught this course and seen just how how transformative you know already with, with different couples that I've worked with. So kind of this is this next layer is, is introducing it to uh, to the bigger world. That sounds exciting. I look forward to checking that out. Thanks, Andy. So, Shai, how can our listeners engage with you? Uh, well, you can definitely email me at, um, you know, and I know uh, there'll be some links on this interview. You can call me. You can Skype me. Uh, you know, any number of different ways. Um, I mean, I can tell you my email address is my name is Shai, it's S-H-A-I, at stilllightcenter.com. It's all one word, and it's a lot of L's, so we took one of them out so it doesn't play tricks on your eyes. And center, you know, since I'm in Canada, it's uh, the British way of spelling center, but that's S-T-I-L-L-I-G-H-T-C-E-N-T-R-E.com. Great. And we'll be sure, indeed, to put that a link to that in the page for this episode. Is there a final thought that you'd like to leave our listeners with about authenticity? Yeah. I What I would share about authenticity for me or is that this word metta, I've talked a lot about metta. And another word that I would mention is home. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to get to travel uh, all around the world for a number of years, and that was one of the big initial lessons that I learned is is uh, is this word home. That home is is really the whole world, and it's it's there for us to find and discover in so many amazing ways. So the same way that you've had a home where you live with your family members is something that you can discover with anyone out there in the world. And I just encourage people to to see how many different ways and how many different places you can feel at home because you just be amazed how how infinite those possibilities are. And when you find that, then you know you're on the right track. So I just wish everyone to have a lot of fun. Have a lot of fun on your journey and and find those homes because they're everywhere and, and they're wonderful. So thank you very much for a chance to uh, talk and share stories and uh, hopefully get to know some new people and expand our home. Well, Shai Plonsky, thanks very much. It's uh, great to spend this time with you and best of luck on the development of your new course. It sounds exciting. Thank you so much, Andy. Have yourself a great day. I think you're doing wonderful uh, service and a wonderful uh, thing to share people's stories and, and to connect people together in these uh, great ways. So thanks for this opportunity as well. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Shai Polonsky.
The show notes for this episode can be found at acongruentlife.net slash 26. There I'll include links to many of Shai's resources. If you'd like to keep up to date with what's going on with A Congruent Life, please join our mailing list. There's a sign-up box conveniently located in the upper right-hand corner of the website. I'd love to share weekly updates with you about more interesting conversations that we have here on the show. Thanks again for being here and listening to A Congruent Life. I really appreciate your support of this project, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to A Congruent Life. For more, please visit us on the web at acongruentlife.net. Do you have feedback about the show or suggestions for future guests? Please contact us through the website or send an email to feedback at acongruentlife.net. See you next time.